0: Today on Showtime College Football, I'm joined by Cody from Smash Hit Sports as we go over the jam packed week four slate. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Showtime College Football. I'm your host, Chase, and we're finally back on video. I am here with my guy, Cody Rear from Smash Hit Sports. We have recently been talking and we met on social media. He has a big Instagram account that I have actually been following for quite a bit. He was one of the main reasons I was like, frick it. I want to start talking about sports. Um, And uh, follow him on Instagram, at Smash Hit Sports. Do you have Twitter, Cody?
1: Yeah, I got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the whole. If if there's a social media platform, I'm probably on it. That doesn't mean I use it a ton. Like, sorry, Threads. Like, I'm out on, (laughs) I'm out on Threads. All right, they're not, they're they're off my scoreboard. But uh, yeah, I'm everywhere. So if you want to talk college football, I mean, I'll do it anywhere because it's that great.
0: Heck yeah. So yeah, I'm on with with Cody. Let's get Cody introduced to the to the audience. You guys all know me. Um, your casual guy, Chase, but Cody, where are you from alma mater slash go to school? You can be biased. It's okay. And, uh, the reason why you love college football, those three things.
1: Ooh, yeah, that, that, that's a loaded question. I'm from the Cincinnati area originally, um, you know, small town, Indiana kid, went to uh trine University which if any of my uh, any of your audience has ever heard that I would be shocked it's a division 3 school but I played football there but I'm a huge Notre Dame guy grew up um Catholic in the state of Indiana like you, there's one of two paths you can go as an Indiana football fan it's either you're not a Catholic and you root for Indiana or Purdue or you are Catholic and you root for Notre Dame it's kind of like you're born into the team that you root for in the state of Indiana it's a beautiful thing but College football is, it's about the stories of college football. And I remember growing up seeing just some of the best games that I've ever watched unfold between teams that don't always have in the NFL, it's super bowl or bust. It always has been. If you're not competing for a championship, you're competing to get better in order to win a championship. College football is not like that. Like the stories of, like 2007, Boise State beating Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. One of the greatest games I've ever seen. No, no that wasn't the national championship. But I can't tell you who the national champion was in 2007. But I know, I know absolutely who the winner of that game was. Like you have the Bush-Push game against Notre Dame or the Texas-USC game, Vince Young and Reggie Bush. Like it's, there's so much beauty in the sport of college football because it's about the stories and the passion and the fans. And I just don't think that's, I don't think that's replicated anywhere else in the world.
0: Dude, exactly. That's what we're after right there. It's all about passion in college football. I love that. Thank you for that. Good. Like fired up. I'm fired up for week four. I'm fired up.
1: Dude, I'm so ready that I've been, this slate has been, it's just been looking at me. All year and like all off season, I'm like, all right, we're getting like week one. We've got some games like week zero and we didn't really have much Notre Dame played, but it, it's week four. There are six ranked matchups this weekend, like ranked on ranked matchups. We haven't had that. I don't think since like 2006. It's mm-hmm. been years since we've had this many ranked games and even the unranked matchups memphis missouri byu kansas like ucf kansas state texas and baylor there are so many great games this weekend i I just i can't wait to talk about it man it's so incredible
0: it is hard to even like i like hopefully we can get to all of them um there are so many to talk about and so many that i really want to go in depth on um and even like there could even be – it's so close to even having seven ranked games because basically Clemson's like right there on the edge. Honestly, yep. I'm kind of mad that Clemson's not ranked. I i am not a Clemson liker. I do not like Clemson one bit. However, I don't think Florida should be ranked over Clemson. I don't see why that should be – like I, I'm kind of mad about the whole situation because otherwise we'd have FSU-Clemson would be seven ranked games. But anyways, I digress. Um, Let's get – or do you have something to say?
1: No, nah, I just – Clemson should be right. I Florida stinks, man. Florida, Florida stinks. Bad. I, I don't know what happened. I have people coming. So I did season predictions on my Instagram yeah. for I tried to do as many teams as I could. And Florida's one right. of the ones I did. I didn't have them making a bowl game. And I have Florida fans being like, Oh wow, you don't I bet you feel stupid. I was like, it's we've played three games. All right. Yeah. It's a long year. The SEC's a hard schedule, man. Like, let's let's relax before you get on that high horse after beating a, a Tennessee team at home. Like right. it's it's still early.
0: Yeah, I I don't I think that they the SEC has earned. I mean, this is something worth talking about. The SEC has earned kind of the the SEC bias that happens. You know, SEC's earned that by winning yeah. what is it six straight or ten or you no, know, let's say ten of the last twelve championships. I whatever number that is, they've yeah. they've earned that. However, every season's different, and this season the SEC, frankly, three weeks in, it is not as strong, not even close. Like it is, yeah, I, don't- I it's not even close.
1: Yeah, uh, this is – the sport is a quarterback-driven sport. And right. it, it's – especially the college game recently, it wasn't always that way. It used to be – you know, you could slam into somebody's mouth with a power eye. But now you get – like, it's such a quarterback-driven sport. If I were to name the top ten quarterbacks in the country, I don't think I'd name one in the SEC.
0: Probably not, especially after week one, after uh, Jane Daniels did not do so hot. So, yeah. He's been doing okay. one. Yeah, he's he's the closest one. He's been doing okay. He's been eh, he's okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so definitely the SEC the SEC bias kind of in the in just the poll. It's not one person, obviously. We don't have a playoff committee. It's just the AP poll. It's people from all around the country. But the Florida being ranked is a huge Florida and Tennessee both being ranked. Like, how does that even happen? Like, how are they both ranked after what just happened? So, anyways, um, let's uh let's go into the first game. Our top game of the week, Ohio State at Notre Dame. This game is huge, even bigger than I thought it was going to be because, frankly, I wasn't quite riding the Notre Dame hype coming into the season. I did not know how Sam was going to fit into the offense um, and transitioning from Wake Forest to Notre Dame. Those are two different offenses. And so, honestly, when I watched the Navy game, albeit Navy, when I watched, I even watched a little bit of the, what is it, Tennessee State game. Yep. and. Yep. it's perfect. It's as good as you can play with the few games you've played. You could not play it any more perfect than Notre Dame has so far. They have earned the right to be top 10 right now. I am now, even after the week one and week zero, I was like, frick. I kind of like, I might be on the Notre Dame bandwagon now. Uh, OSU is favored by three going into South Bend. What do you think about that one?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, So I try, when I make my, picks and especially if i'm gambling on games i try to keep my bias out of it and i'll try to do that as much as i can so give me 30 seconds to say roll clover go irish we're winning this game by 40 okay now that i got that out of me this is going to be an incredible game both of these teams really haven't played a defense that really jumps out at you um nc state is solid nc state's a really solid team notre dame went into nc state and got the win there. That's better than any win that Ohio State has. Right, right. But at the same time, like we're, we still haven't seen what these teams can do. This is the difference between what this Notre Dame team has and what Notre Dame teams have had in the last decade or so under Brian Kelly is we haven't had that quarterback. That's the, di- like Ian Book, it was good, right? But he he's not Sam Hartman. And Sam Hartman's the ACC's all-time leading touchdown scorer. Like that doesn't happen on accident. Like granted, the guy's just about as old as I am, but at the same time, like this is this is a very prolific offense. They score a lot of points. They have an incredible offensive line. I would argue top five in the country. Joe Alt, in my opinion, is the best offensive lineman in the nation. You have Audric Estime, who can just bully defenses. But then on the opposite side of that, Ohio State has a collection of weapons that could rival any school in the country, I would argue that they are the best. In Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Buka, Travion Williams, like they – or Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams at running back, they have just a stable of elite, elite talent. And that's – like at the end of the day, it's going to come down to which of these offense can consistently put up more points, which of them can hold on to the football because turnovers is going to be huge in this game. Ohio State's defense is good, and it's better than what it has been. Um, Their defensive coordinator, um, Jim Knowles? I think it's Jim Knowles. I might be wrong there. But their defensive coordinator, um, who came over from Oklahoma State, has been really good for them. Their linebackers are playing well. They have a really good front seven. This game could come down to who holds the ball last and who makes the least mistakes. It's going to be incredible. I think this is going to be the game of the year in college football.
0: Yeah, I I agree. This game is, I mean, obviously going into the season, I ranked it at like, I can't remember, four or five, just because I didn't quite know. Because last year it was kind of underwhelming. It was kind of like, yep. okay, it was just kind of a slow game. Not Honestly, really, nothing really happened. Um, yep. And last year kind of just Notre Dame. It was like, oh, okay, like whatever. But this year, I think it's going to be a whole lot different. Estimate, like you said, like they got that dual threat. They got running back, quarterback duo that I think is incredibly lethal. Um, I am going to be taking Notre Dame in this game. Um, first of all, because I, I really like Notre Dame so far. I've liked what I've seen. Mm-hmm. However, I think the key for them to win this game, and it and it, it all comes down to I think the X factor is Kyle McCord in all of it. Yep. It all depends yep. on how he plays. And like you said, obviously turnovers, um, whoever turns over the ball less will have a huge advantage in a game that's just as 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 tight as this. But I think Notre Dame. You force McCord to throw the ball. He has never really played a true road game. Sorry, Indiana yep. is not much of a true road game. I mean, it's a true road game, but y- yes. Anyways, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a gonna,
1: there's a reason that Indiana did so well during the COVID years because they're used to not yeah, playing in front of fans. exactly like that a,
0: and Michael Panics.
1: Yeah, well, true. Yeah, but it, it, yeah. McCord is going to have to play lights out football, and we'll see if he's ga- like. He has all the skills. He has all the tools, but the quarterback position, it doesn't none of that matters if you don't have what's going on between the ears checked out. Right. right. And if yeah. his if he's not mentally ready to come into South Bend in a hostile environment, we'll we'll find out. And we'll find yeah. out very quickly, I think.
0: Yeah. Like I said last week, just the same thing with Bama. Um, good quarterback play can make up for a lot of mistakes. However, bad quarterback play, you can't really make up for that with any other position you can't have just an amazing team yeah you can't hide exactly you can't hide bad quarterback play so um i'm assuming you're picking notre dame who's your pick
1: yeah so i am taking notre dame um i i bet them at three and a half um i'm glad that i got the hook there i do think this is going to come down to a one possession field goal type game but i'm going to take notre dame in a close one
0: i would love that will you be there in south bend
1: I will not because <laughs> those tickets are five six hundred dollars a piece. Oh yeah, I bet, brother. I can't take out another car payment to go to a football <laughs> game. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh
0: man, oh, we need that's to, gonna hey, be electric. Go
1: follow the Instagram page, like our content. We do a combined post every week. Like, go like that stuff, so then we can go to football games. That's yeah, that's what needs to happen.
0: So the real fans right? can go to some games. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. All right. Um, if we don't have any other anything else to say, let's move on to our next game um this one is probably a lot more uh let's see how how do you say it intriguing of a matchup just because all the context there's a lot of context coming into this game and you probably know which game i'm talking about colorado and oregon number 19 colorado goes to eugene to face off number 10 oregon and bo nix um what are your i don't know what are your x factors this game what do you think is yeah what do you think is your x what's your x factor
1: yeah, the, the X factor is going to be the big boys, right? right Everybody, right. you know, the skill position players on Colorado. And obviously, Travis Hunter's not playing, but you know, Shadur Sanders and Shiloh Sanders in the secondary. And like their they're running back, true freshman, is absolutely tremendous. Their wide receivers are very, very good. They aren't going to be able to compete with Oregon up front. And what Dan Lanning has done in Oregon is he's brought this physical defensive mentality to a kind of softer conference for 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 what it's worth. Right. And Oregon can get after the quarterback. They can get there. And Colorado State was able to get after the quarterback. What Oregon has up front is double the size, double the speed. And they go, they run five, six deep in that defensive line rotation. They're going to be rotating fresh guys in all night. Um, This is going to be the most watched game of the weekend at the start. It won't be at the finish because I don't think it'll be close. It's a 21-point mm-hmm. spread now. I'm going to be honest. I-, I like the Ducks.
0: Oh, for, for twenty over 21 is what you're saying. Yeah. I think Dang. it's going to get ugly quick. Not to say Dang. Colorado
1: isn't good, but there, there are levels to college football. They ain't there yet. Right. This team won one game
0: last year. So how does that – just on the fly here, how does that affect Oregon if they win this game dominantly? The problem with college football is it's all relative. Everything's yeah. just relative and everything's by opinion. So if Colorado wins this game against a 3 0 Colorado, or sorry, if Oregon wins this game against a 3 0 Colorado team has a lot of hype, who a lot of people think are good, who a lot of people think are bad and overrated, um, do you move Colorado or Oregon? Sorry, keep on getting mixed up. Do you move Oregon up and how many? do you move them up? Like, is this a big win or is this the casual where it's like, Oh, well, Colorado just sucks. So they're going to move up to like nine.
1: So I think they'll move up slightly. The, the issue is, is what's going to happen in this top, this top 10, right? right. We we could talk about Florida state. If they lose, right. That shakes up a lot. Um, They will jump the winner of Ohio or jump the loser of Ohio state and Notre Dame, right? Because that's a right. six, nine, they will yeah. jump that loser. But, If Penn State loses to Iowa, they'll jump Penn State. It just depends on how a lot of these other teams look. I think we could be significantly higher on Oregon, but not have them move up a whole – whole lot mm. and that's st- like both things can be true
0: agreed okay what
1: i what i think happens more than anything there are three massive pac-12 games this weekend there's colorado oregon there's ucla utah and then there's washington state oregon state some of these teams in the like the pac-12 has been the best conference in, in college football so far some of these teams are eventually going to have to separate themselves i think it starts this weekend and then or that can put oregon into that hey It's Oregon, it's Washington, it's USC. These are the top dogs in this conference.
0: Right. Agreed. I think the Pac-12, I mean, obviously it kind of has to happen. There's going to be teams that separate. Well, I mean, unless all the underdogs win, then it kind of just mushes them even more together. I don't know. Yeah, uh, (laughs) that could happen. Who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Now, it is crazy. The fact that we're talking about our second best game of the week is a 21-point spread. Just interesting to think about how one of the top games. I think that. I don't know. I m- With my pick in this one, I am going to take Oregon. However, I've been kind of like, I'll be honest. I think a lot of us can agree. I was actually really loving Colorado. I was like, all right, like right, let's go. Like, prime time. Like, this is sick. I love this. And then I saw post after post after post. And then the next day, ESPN, <laughs> post, post. And every single day... I think ESPN posts two Colorado posts. It's just like Zion in like 2018. It's I'm kind Zion. Of off.
1: It's LeBron. It's <laughs> Messi. It's
0: it's yeah. It's messy over earlier this year. I'm getting kind yeah. of pissed off, and I it's nothing against Deion Sanders, but I'm getting really annoyed with Colorado just because of the media.
1: Yeah, so... it the hype is going to simmer down a little bit. Yeah, but that is like it, it's very similar to. I'll kind of put it in the realm of like Kansas got hot early last year and then they fizzled hard. Like when you look at Colorado's schedule, I think they go two and three over their next five. They play USC Oregon and uh, UCLA in their next five games. They'll, they'll come back to earth. But that being said, this is still a team. They won one game last year and then they were introduced by Lil Wayne this year. Like, the strides that they have gone yeah. is tremendous like it's still an incredible story what coach prime has done more than anything is he's brought new eyes to the sport of college football and the, right. if i have more people to talk college football with that's an absolute win for me you know what right. i mean like i it, it's put a, the biggest story in sports since football has kicked off has been the university of colorado that doesn't oh, happen yeah. by accident like oh yeah it's a great thing for college football in a world where, like, all off season is like we conference realignment. Who knows where this sport's going to be in a, in a decade? Like, I, is it even going to be watchable? It's the most watched sport in the world right now,
0: and yeah. it's
1: beautiful. It's I can already awesome. tell you
0: this. So there's got to be camera crews in the locker room. Like, there's already an untold oh, documentary being filmed, guaranteed. Oh yeah. Like I bet I bet pretty soon. Like I bet in like the next year or two, there will be a documentary out about this team. Mainly just because it's it's changing. There's a lot more than just Colorado being good again. Like this is changing so much. I mean, we've seen some like Sunny Dykes last year, kind of did this. Yep. Where you just take a team and you complete overhaul because the transfer portal exists now. You don't have to wait till your recruiting your recruits get in after two or three years. This is like whoa. College football is gonna be like this. Like one aspect of it, like, heck yeah.
1: I listened to an interview with Mike Golick Jr. And he made a phenomenal point. There used to be one way to win in college football. It was to build up your program, build up your coaching staff, recruit your ass off, and then develop those recruits to play phenomenal football. You can still do that and win a lot of football games. That is the Kirby Smart, the the Dabo Swinney, the Nick Saban method, yeah. right? But now there's also this new way to do it. And that is to come in, bring in the best players in the country or bring in the best recruits because of NIL. It's no longer, you don't have to have some sort of dominant program. You can bring in the best guys from all over the country in order to build a team that fits what you do well. That's what Dion is doing. It's what Sonny Dykes had done last year. It's what Michigan partially has done a little bit. They've done a combination of bringing in some guys. It's also like... Notre Dame is very much like, hey, we were a piece away. We got our piece in Sam Hartman. Like, it allows you to do those kinds of things, and it makes the sport really, really intriguing because now it's not just, oh, I can't wait to see what our 2026 recruiting class looks like so I know if we're going to be good in three years. That doesn't matter. Look at Texas A&M. Their recruiting class was great, and they stunk. And it's it's not just about that anymore. It's about – Developing your talent, bringing in new talent, constantly evaluating talent. The game of college football has changed, and I think it makes it for the better because now we have. There's just so much more possibilities. I mean, we're BYU in a new conference in the Power Five, and Kansas are show like are playing in a three and zero against three and zero matchup this year. That means a lot for the Big Twelve. Yeah. What are the odds of that? You know, it's, yeah. it's incredible, three years ago,
0: three years ago, yeah, three like, years what? ago,
1: you would have laughed at me if I told you that.
0: Yeah. Seriously. No, it's, it's so, I mean, honestly, I had a lot of, I had my doubts, but this is awesome. I mean, and it's going to get more and more, there's going to be more and more strategy right now. We're seeing the first, the pioneers of the transfer portal. Still, this is yep. still in the initial, you know, Dion Sanders is going to go down and Sonny Dykes and a lot of these other coaches that have done. So are going to go down as kind of like, these are the pioneers of the transfer portal. They're the ones who first engineered it, you know, and yep. it's going to get more and more tactics strategy. It's going to go crazy. And so, just what Colorado's doing, I think there's going to be a lot more teams that are going to be like, yeah, frick it, let's like let's redo everything. Let's yep. let's all let's redo our entire thing and try and be good again. And if you can get a personality in there like Deion Sanders or someone who who draws people in, where it's not just um it's it's not just you know NIL or a program, it's a mm-hmm. coach. Like Colorado has no ad no, as of a year ago, the NIL value of a Colorado player was nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Yep. I mean, it was it was your local stuff, just just normal. Yeah, yeah, fine. Power Five school, but nothing in relative. Now you have if you look at the top ten nil nil evaluations, two of them are from Colorado. Yep, Hey, the top. You Nowhere know to
1: find me. The game has changed. Like it, Yeah, Dion's doing it, and it, yeah. it's it's cool to watch. It's Yeah, cool to watch.
0: Anyways, uh, let's keep going. This is good. I like these uh, side conversations. This is fun. I this yeah, is, uh, I, look, I can talk college football for days, man. It's a beautiful. thing that I love it. Um let's uh keep going. I'm going with Oregon, but I actually do have Colorado coming the spread. I think it'll just be close based on emotion um for both squads just because it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um however, I'm taking Oregon um by at least one score. I think Oregon will handle business. I think Oregon can put away in the trenches specifically. I guarantee yeah. you I think that I'm going to make a prediction in the first half. I think this game will be tied or a one-score game at half um because Colorado guys will be fresh. I Ooh. like Colorado to explode in the first half, do their thing. But I think, like you said, the trenches, um, stamina, obviously that D line from Oregon just churning, coming in and yep. out. I, I definitely see um, kind of Colorado getting a little bit overrun uh, just as the game goes on, where the holes are just getting bigger. Bucky Irving just has you know yep. bigger and bigger holes to run through, and Bo Nix starts having fun. So that's what that's my prediction. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, we are going slow, but we're talking good football. Um, let's go another game: Alabama, Ole Miss. Another like super interesting game. Look, like, and this game means a ages.
1: ton for the SEC West, right? I'm right. going to keep my thoughts on this this one pretty quick. Okay. Um, people have lost a lot of money betting against Nick Saban. <laughs> I'm not going to bet against Nick Saban. Do you right. know the last time that Colorado, or that uh, Alabama lost two home games in the same year? 2007? 2007 2007 right. Saban's first year as a head yeah. coach first they year. Went six and six they lost to Louisiana Monroe and I will never forget that what a weird year for college football but yeah. 2007 that is the last time that they lost two home games in a year they're coming off a loss that I think they know that Jalen Milrose their guy um I'm taking Bama I'm taking Bama to cover um don't get me wrong Ole Miss is fun, Len Kiffin's fun. It's all it's one thing to be fun it's another thing to be Alabama and uh yeah. I don't think they're going to.
0: I think as fun as it is, as fun as it is to pick Ole Miss to win this game it's like oh Alabama's weak for the first time yes. in like our entire lives like Alabama has a chance to lose this game. I mean the every time that Alabama's been slightly like doubted in a matchup they've usually come to play. I mean yeah. I'm thinking about the SEC championship a few years ago Alabama Georgia and like I don't know, losing to Texas and obviously the quarterback problems. Milrow, I think, is still definitely your guy. Uh, Last week proved that. Talked about that a lot last podcast. I don't really understand some of the things they did um, in that game. However, I think – I mean, Nick Saban is still Nick Saban. He is not – I don't think he's slowing down. No. I – I did on our graphic. I picked Ole Miss, and I'm starting – just just the, the Nick Saban's kind of head, his face popped into my head, and I'm starting to regret my decision picking Ole Miss. I don't know. You go first. You go first. What's your pick for this game, official pick?
1: It's Alabama. How many times has Lee Corso put on another team's head and been wrong when, when college game day is in Tuscaloosa?
0: It, did, he, did he pick it's, Texas or Bama, uh for the last one?
1: I think he – I don't know. I don't know to I, be honest with you. I know but, a
0: bunch of guys pick Texas. I don't. I don't know what Corso picks. Yeah,
1: I know McAfee picked Texas, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm going with them in this one. They win.
0: Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Ole Miss to be fun. I'm gonna go with Lane Kiffin. Uh, kind of stunning Alabama, um, in this game, and I think it it literally comes down to Milrow throwing picks. I'm literally putting my money on that. Not a Nick Saban. I'm saying Milro's gonna throw two picks, and Ole Miss is going to capitalize i'm gonna also i do have some hometown stuff to this jackson dart played against him in high school um so you know i'll say that i know him not really but uh local kid from uh from utah so i do i do like jackson dart and ole miss just for more just for the fun of it just like picking uh, south carolina last week i just really wanted them to win because they had a chance but uh yeah, I'm gonna go Ole Miss in a close one, but uh, yes, hey, they'll have I'm a chance. For it. It'll be yeah. it'll be a good
1: game. I think That's I think shame. it'll
0: definitely be a good game. It'll 100 percent be a great game. So I'm excited for that. Um, let's go to our next game: FSU Clemson. FSU Clemson. This game should be a ranked game. Um, at least we should treat it like a ranked game. Whatever you want to say about the top 25 polls, Clemson is still Clemson. And first of all, Clemson. Yes, they sucked against Duke. Mm-hmm. That was dog water. One of the worst losses we've ever seen to a. Yep. Blue. Well, you can call them a blue, butt a powerhouse school in a long time. And I think it is the beginning of the end for Clemson. However, I mean, they're still blowing out Florida Atlantic 66 to 10. So, I mean, Clemson is not lost here. I think that – and also, also, Florida State does not play good in Swamp – or not this bruh. I just call it Swamp – Death Valley. They yeah. do not play very good in Death Valley. They don't win there. And especially after last week, I think they're going to be a little more hesitant. Um, I think this game is going to be way closer. Everyone's kind of picking FSU by default. Um, I'm just saying, put some more thought into it. What are your thoughts on this game?
1: When Clemson wins this football game, (laughs) when they win this football game, uh, people will talk about them a lot differently. They are not – they're backs against the wall. This game is at home. In Death Valley, Clemson, one of the best home teams in the country. I think they're 20 and one
0: at home over the last. Just South Carolina. Just that. Yeah.
1: South Carolina is the only loss they've had at home um, in, since, in recent uh,
0: years. Since Pitt well, in like 2017 16, or something. 2016. Yeah,
1: 2016. Yeah. And it's, it's insane that people have written them off. I've seen so many people pick Florida State. And this line, I understand that it's two and a half now. Um, it's, it opened at one and a half is bet up to two and a half. Even if Florida state beat the brakes off of Boston college, this still would have been a three or four point game. Like this was, this line was never going to be a touchdown score. Clemson is a good football team. Like I, I picked them to win the national championship prior to the start of the season. (laughs) And I, a lot of people like they fired off their jokes. They got them in and you know what? I'll take each and every one of them. damn it they're they're not out yet
0: and they're not out out. it's not over They're not gonna
1: pick up like don't get me wrong they're no longer my national championship pick that being said like would you tell me that you would be surprised if clemson won this game and then rattled off like you know and went ended up going 10 and 2 with a loss to duke and notre dame and then made it into the acc championship like that's not out of the realm of possibility like shit they could beat notre dame like i'm not I'm not throwing that game away in death Valley. Like they play both of those games at home. No way. Yeah. yeah. It. This is not like I'm taking Clemson to win this game. I, I yeah. think that their backs against the wall and like Daba will show up at home.
0: I love the pick. I love the pick of picking Clemson because the main thing that I was, you know, trying to get across before is just like people are way overlooking this game. Like, Oh yeah. Clemson sucks. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, okay. Okay. Like they're still really good. They're still Clemson, bro. Like, they're cool. So good. If they if this was an SEC school, let's let's take, let's even take like pretty much let's let's pretend Florida was this team or even like Georgia. Let's say Georgia was this team. If Georgia was ranked ninth coming to the start of the season, just just play with me here. If they lost to Duke 28 to 7, do you think they drop that far out of the top 25 no. immediately? No. No, not a chance. That's what I that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like Clemson has a, a huge motivation to win this game. This is everything. This is like, is the program like completely off the rails or is it like still stabilized? Like Dabo Sweeney, this is the biggest must win game of his entire career because he's never been like, he's always been very successful as a coach. His first season was like 10 and two. I think like he's always won at Clemson. He's never had any problems, you know, great job by Dabo Sweeney, but this game I think is the most, like you just said, backs against the wall. I think even more pressure than some of these national championships, just based on like job security just at Clemson. This is huge. This game yeah. is huge for Clemson. This is this
1: is a massive game, and I'm going to be absolutely tuned in. Noon kickoff.
0: Right. I can't wait. This is the, pretty much the main noon kickoff game. There's no other games that, at the for, – for me, 10 a.m. Uh, there's, like, no other, like, yep. good – all the good games, like, 1.30 and, like, 5.30. Um, yep. So I'm really excited for this game. I'm going to pick Florida State by a narrow margin uh, just because I believe in Jordan Travis. I think last week was a fluke. Um, obviously, you can always say that. It's college football. I think they were overlooking. They went up 38 31 10. Um I think it was purely just these dudes are 21 year olds and they lost they lost sight obviously. You can't really just say that about a top 10 team. Uh you can't just say oh they like you know there's flute game. Well, I think that they d- were playing worse than they are. So I I still think Florida State is a high quality team. I am now doubting I don't know. There's a whole reason last week where I was I was very on the the agenda that, like, no one deserves to be top four right now, which I'm still sticking with. Um And if Florida State wins this game, especially if they put it away, like, all right, all right. I think Florida it, State deserves to be easily If Florida top State
1: A. wins this game, they should be the number one team in the country.
0: You're saying number one? Yes. Number yeah. one. Okay. Because you know, nobody
1: – think... The the thing is, is like you could argue Georgia that's fine like you're just gonna base it off of your preseason rankings then and not at all take into consideration the games played yeah because Florida State has wins against LSU at a neutral site and then at Clemson no, nobody else in the country has anywhere close to that kind of that kind of caliber exactly. of wins
0: exactly and I think the Notre Dame oh it like the top 25 could shift like crazy with wins or losses like, oh yeah wins like there's, no matter what there's gonna oh, be there's so gonna be some shifts. movement
1: this week like there's no matter gonna what be some wo- movement
0: I'm excited because like I think the winner obviously depending on how it goes in my poll I think the number two team will probably be the winner of Notre Dame Ohio State probably it it depends if the game looks sloppy looks bad maybe they'll be like number four or something and you know Ohio State or Notre Dame pulls it out like all right they'll move up but like if this game is like, all right, Sam Hartman shows up, plays great. Um, you know, not many penalties, very sound, win by 10 points, win by a score, even put them away, look good. I test. I think easily Ohio state or Notre Dame is number two, or even, even number one, based on if Florida state loses, like there's a, yep. Georgia. I've, I don't like Georgia very much. And I, it's hard to know because they always do this. um, But yeah, it's, T- college football has reached a level of parody that we've never seen before right now. And it's freaking awesome. I have no idea who my top five teams are anymore. I am completely lost in confusion. And so this week will be so much better to, to watch that. Can't wait! I'm so excited.
1: Cannot wait. I'm going to be, I I'm not moving off my damn couch. Like I, no. I will, I will sit a cooler next to me. So I got to go up to the fridge. Like I will like, I'll make my food in advance. Like, right. We're, we're going to do this one. Right. You know, it's
0: so funny. There's been a few people that have tried to make plans and I and I'm pretty strict about fall Saturdays. Like yeah. even like last week, even a week three slate, I was like, sorry, like uh, maybe like at like after like after it all over for me, the most of the games end around nine or ten. Like yeah, maybe we could go get some food after then. But like this week, there was there's someone who's having a wedding that's fairly close to me, and yep. I'm not go I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna wish them well. They know I love college football, but I'm not really. I'm not gonna go. I I'm gonna have. I am. I'm having lunch with them next week. Uh, to make up for it, but I'm not. I can't miss any games,
1: dude. I've done. I've done that too. I can't miss I've it. Got to, I'm not gonna tell you and sit like sit here and say that I haven't. So,
0: and we're gonna go right into our next game: Oregon State, Washington State, Battle of the Pack Two. This game is so crazy,
1: dude. Pack Two. I was saying this like loser gets relegated to the Mountain West, winner gets accepted into the Big Ten or something. Relegation's
0: like, kind of cool. I don't know. Put some
1: stakes on this. Put some stakes on this. That being said, this game's gonna be <laughs> insane. Um. I have Oregon State winning this game. Mm-hmm. I love Jonathan Smith as a head coach. Oh, yeah. I think
0: same, bro, same.
1: He's going to be so great at Michigan State next year. Um, that being said, like, Damian Martinez is a hell of a running back. Like, DJU is prone to a couple turnovers, but I still think with what they do defensively, their ability to run the ball, I think they will win this game. But it will be great. Like Cam Ward is an awesome quarterback for Michigan State. Minute.
0: Did you say? Wait, did you say that like he's going to Michigan State? Was that like a joke? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a joke, but he's.
0: Oh, he's okay. I was like, what? You you oh, heard wait.
1: it here first. You didn't <laughs> like. It's not official, not announced, not anything. However, you heard it here first. It's going to happen.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Respectable. Respectable. I could. With that being said, I, yeah, I a huge job that's open. Yeah. If if Oregon State goes to the Mountain West, I it would be not very fun yeah. to stay there.
1: Yeah, he's gonna get a massive pay raise to go to the Big Ten because it's got way more money. And he's going to go like nine and three this year with an Oregon State team that has DJU and and Damien Martinez. And like it's it's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. DJU is not talked about enough. Now, a lot of this is because the run game is very sturdy at mm-hmm. um at Oregon State. So we there's not a ton of pressure, and honestly, Oregon State. To perform at Oregon State for their standards, you just got to pass the ball and, and do decent to help out the running game. That's really all the expectations are, and he's doing great with that. Oregon State has looked very, very cool and collected. That's why I've liked them so yep. much. I have them like – I've had them floating kind of a little bit higher than most people. I mean, not nothing crazy, just like sitting 12 and 13. I like them. When I've watched them, they've looked very good, albeit San Jose State, San Diego State, and like UC Davis or something like that. But still, I think Oregon State looks very good. But granted, Pullman, Washington is probably one of the hardest places to play in the Pac-12. That is like underrated yep. environment. Nobody talks about how hard that grayish field is to play on. I don't know why it looks gray all the time. It's,
1: it's going to be loud, dude. It's going to yeah, be a loud gonna, place to play.
0: It's one of the bigger games. I think just because of the context, like we've talked about, I think that's why this game is so big. Because like Oregon State has had, you know, just last year, you know, number whatever, six Oregon coming to town was a pretty big deal. But... I feel like that this one is huge for both these programs, Washington state and Oregon state, like just because of all that's going on. And like, these are kind of the, they're, they're kind of like buddies sticking together. Yeah. And so you almost hope that neither one loses. That's, that's what I mean. I'm like, dang, why do they got to play each other this early? I wish that like, it truly
1: is a misery loves company type of deal where it's like, Hey, we're both stuck here together. Like let's do this thing. So yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Beavers, but this should be a great game.
0: Yeah, I think I'm also going to take Oregon State. I'm very confident in Oregon State. This is not a diss to Washington State. Uh, Cam Ward is a baller, and he is a dual-threat quarterback that is very, very underrated. Two most underrated schools in college football right now, you could say. And uh, I'll take Oregon State. However, it's going to be a tough one. This is going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Oregon State pulls it out. And the line, I think, is three. Yeah, Oregon State's favored by three. So good game Uh, up in Pullman. I like that game. Next, let's go to – what we got next? Uh, UCLA, Utah. UCLA, Utah. Oh, man. I almost – again, I keep on saying this to big Utah games. I almost get tickets, but they're really expensive this year. Usually, Utah games cost, like, nothing. And uh, this year, they're pretty expensive, even more than last year. Um, And this game is way underrated because UCLA has kind of turned on the Jets in the last few weeks. They've looked really good. Dante Moore wasn't even supposed to start. I remember when during uh coming into the season, we were doing our Pac 12 preview and it was shown that Dante Moore was like third. Yeah,
1: he wasn't the starter start. week one.
0: Yeah. He, he was, I mean, he was committed to Oregon like seven months ago. Maybe, maybe it was like a year ago. But it was like not that long ago. He was committed to Oregon. And so, like, I, I think it was when Bo Nix announced he was coming back, he decided to go to UCLA. I think that's what yeah. happened. Um, I think it was around the same time. But crazy. Dante Moore, 615 yards. 32 for 51, seven touchdowns, one interception. Great clip uh, for Dante Moore. And Utah might have Cam back. So far, it is expected that he will return. It is not 100%, but it's looking like that Cam rising will be back. This is changing the game a lot. Utah jumped from a four-point favorite to a six-point favorite in a a minute. So that's what kind of is we're thinking. Some people know something that the public doesn't yet. Um, What are your thoughts on this game, UCLA-Utah?
1: Yeah this is when you when you talk about teams that are just so solid in what they do like this UCLA offense and how they operate under Chip Kelly they're so good and mm-hmm. you have on the on the opposite side of that Kyle Whittingham is a baller. Like Kyle Whittingham does not get enough credit. I think he's a top 10 coach in the country. What he's been able to do at Utah over the last two decades has been nothing short of spectacular. They managed to play defense in a conference that doesn't value it. Like, and I'm excited, I'm very excited for this game. However, Utah has shown signs of weakness. Yep. Like they they didn't look exceptional against a Baylor team that lost to Texas State. And while they they beat the Brakes off of Weber State last week, that's fine. Like, And they beat Florida at home at night, which Utah at night is – there's something about them. Utah at night doesn't lose. That being said, this game isn't at night. This game's at 1.30 yep. Mountain time. And yep. uh, I'm going to take UCLA here. I think Dante Moore gets it done. I think he shows why he's a five-star recruit. I think Chip Kelly kind of says, hey, I know everybody's – like, oh, USC is going to the Big Ten, and so is UCLA. Don't don't sleep on them.
0: Yeah, I think uh, – oh, my gosh, is it – it's Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly yeah. um, has done amazing things at UCLA so far. And last year, obviously, was a huge turnaround. They have done fairly well in their first three games. And I hate to say it, I am a BYU fan. Not, I'm not I don't hate to say that part, but I'm going to pick Utah. I have a feeling about Utah, and it's not a good one on both sides. I hate it. I hate this feeling so much. But I think <laughs> I think Utah's gonna win. Utah, I Fair think it, despite being really, really sloppy the last few games, um, a lot of the a lot of my fan base surprisingly is um not BYU fans, which I thought it would be a lot of BYU fans, just because I'm you know, I live here in Provo. Um yep. but most of my for some reason a lot of my um a lot of my uh engagement comes from Utah fans. And they, I got a lot of heat for saying when the, when they beat Florida, I said, guys, Florida beat themselves. Like Utah looked fine, but like Florida sucks. And like the same thing with Baylor. I was like, guys, Baylor sucks. Like that game was terrible. Obviously Utah pulled it out. They have grit. That's the one thing they have for them right now is grit. Yep. And like, they have a, they have a presence. Cause you still beat Florida 24, 11. Like, yes, good win. That is not a ranked win. You Florida should not be ranked. Um, However, I think with Cam back, it's gonna rally him. If Cam's back, if Cam's not back, I think I'm taking UCLA. If Cam is playing, I'm taking Utah by a very slim margin. I'm taking him by a close, close game, less than I'm saying less than seven points. Utah pulls out this game. Um, however, I do, I still do not see Utah based on these first few performances. I do not see Utah um, no longer going to the Pac-12 championship. I see him dropping two, I agree. To three Pac-12 games, but I don't think this one they'll lose. Mainly. Because last year this was their game that killed them. This yep. was the game that like knocked Utah out. I think Utah's got some revenge. Most of the guys from Utah are coming back. They remember this game, and I think that's the main reason why I have. I think that's where the the feeling I have is coming from. Is the fact that they've got kind of some revenge, revenge uh, to get them out, to get to get them. So don't hate it.
1: Don't hate it one bit.
0: Yeah. All right. I I try and stay unbiased, guys. I I try. I try really hard. So we do. What, we, do what we can We do what We can. All right, Um, right. Let's talk about one more or two more games. Penn State, Iowa. This game is like kind of being very overlooked. Rightfully so. I feel like I think this game Penn State has looked really good. I don't quite buy the Iowa hype last year. I have like I, I understand. I'm not like I don't live under underneath a rock. I know that Iowa was really good last year without offense at all. Like eight and four with literally no offense is pretty good. And like, they have a better offense, but like Utah state is bad and they only beat them by 10. And that alone, I'm like, why are we ranking Iowa? Iowa has not looked that great yet. No offense to Iowa, but like, for some reason, I don't, I don't know why Iowa's ranked yet. I don't see it.
1: Yeah. That's I don't either. Utah, bad. Utah state's bad. They beat up on a Western Michigan team. That might be the worst team, the Mac. <laughs> and then they beat Iowa state who just lost to Ohio. Like they're, they're not good. They're, no. they're, they're not. And don't get me wrong, Iowa will still probably go nine and three. Like they'll be, they they might win the Big Ten West. Like sure. you're yeah. the best team in a bad division. It is what it is. Their offense is like they were. They had to adjust their coach's contract so that he hit stipulations for scoring twenty five. Oh my gosh, that is game. so
0: funny. Do you that know how so many
1: like twenty five points a game would have been like eightieth in the country last year? Like that's that's not good. Like they're. The baseline for him is like the bare minimum. You are at a power five program, and your points per point points per game, total points per game. That includes special teams, includes defense, like, and it's twenty five. Yeah, and the the over under for this game is forty one. It is going to be a a pinnacle Big Ten football game, low scoring, run it down your throat, a lot of defense. Iowa, I think Iowa's point total, their team point total is 12 and a half. And I think they might go under that. Like they're, this yeah. isn't a good – Penn State will win this game by a, a good margin. Their offense is in a – it plays another sport compared to what Iowa does. It plays another sport.
0: I think I, – I just don't see – Iowa's defense is great. They're still great. Yeah. But I don't see like a team that put up like 24 on Utah State and what was it, 21 on Iowa State? How many? Uh, 35? Yeah. No, 20. So, they put 20, 20 on it. put 20. It 20
1: and 22 were there's the first no two way, weeks.
0: There's no way your offense that's already struggling is going to score more than 10, 12 and a half points versus Penn State. That's where I stand. Like, it's a classic. Yeah. Every time I'm picking a Big Ten West game, like North Carolina, Minnesota called it exactly. I said, frankly, I think Minnesota is really good. I think Minnesota could be maybe as good as North Carolina. However, North Carolina knows how to score touchdowns. So I, I I'm sorry in Minnesota, but I think it's just going to come down to Minnesota is going to score about 12 to 15 points and North Carolina is going to score about a normal 24 to 30. What was yep. the final score? I think it was 31, 17, 31,
1: 10, something like that.
0: So uh, it's just, I just, Iowa I don't think it put any points on the board against Penn state and Penn state's offenses look very good so far. Um, I'm very excited for Penn state, Penn state, we still have not figured out this game. Still is not like that valid. It's somewhat valid. It's a better team than what you've played. Um, it will validate a lot what they do. However, they're gonna get they're gonna get jumped no matter what by a lot of teams. They're gonna they might even stay at seventh even if they win this game just because there's a lot of movement around. Yeah, I I could see even just a chance that they go up just one or even like down based on what's going on in the top. People 10.
1: might people realize very quickly that Iowa
0: isn't good. No, yeah, exactly. Like they're not
1: sorry, not that they're not good, but they're not great.
0: Yes, right. they're not. That,
1: that's the difference.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think I think they could very well win the pack or Big Ten West, but yeah. that's that's like winning the Mountain West at this point. So yep. I we'll see. Iowa's three and zero. So uh, let's uh, keep that game. Uh, but Penn State's favored by fifteen. I think Penn State will cover that. So I got Penn State in that game.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they'll cover just because it will be such a low scoring game. Like two touchdowns is a lot, but I
0: guess Iowa's defense is very win. very good. Yeah. So. I think I'll I'll stay with mine. I think Penn State will cover, but I can very very well see that they somehow don't cover that game. All right, last, BYU-Kansas. I obviously have some hometown pride. That's why I want to talk about this game. This game is being, for some reason, I don't know why it's being so overlooked. Kansas is nearly ranked. Now, they didn't perform very well last week. Uh, The problem is
1: the time slot.
0: Yeah, oh, it's the yeah, time slot exactly. that's the
1: problem. It's the three it's that 3:30 130 Mountain time slot where like it's Alabama, Ole Miss, UCLA, Utah, Colorado, Oregon. Like the, that's I'm that's pissed. what you're competing against, which is tough. You right? But this game it's going to make yeah. the quad box. Like this game will make my quad box. It's going to be a great football game.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for this game. It's going to be it's going to be a really good game. I'll tell you that. These are very evenly matched teams. Um and yeah, that when I saw it today 1:30 p.m. is like 3 of the ranked on ranked games and I'm like bruh. Yep. And the problem is for me as a BYU fan, you know, I don't miss a I don't miss a snap of BYU football. So like the Colorado Colorado State game last week, I kind of had to miss the first quarter, maybe during commercial breaks quickly go over, mm-hmm. but like I got to figure out something. I do have an extra TV. So I'm going to have an extra TV with my other games on there because I can't miss any of BYU football unless we're maybe up or down by yeah. 30. But uh BYU going to Kansas just beat Arkansas. I think in my even in my unbiased Showtime College Football opinion, I think BYU is being insanely overlooked right now Um, just because we kind of got things together uh, the second game, beat Arkansas in a very wild game. But winning at an SEC team, that was –
1: It's not easy. uh, not 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 easy. easy.
0: And obviously it was not Vanderbilt. I'm saying this is an SEC West team in Arkansas that was supposed to be – they kind of play like Arkansas. I mean, they're always kind of do their Arkansas They're Arkansas. They're Arkansas, they're Arkansas, Arkansas. but like, I mean, they were, what, what was it? 27th, I think last week receiving votes right there. And for some reason, like no one's talking about this game, BYU, Kansas, Kansas three and I think this game is going to be super exciting. Obviously the time slot hurts, but I'm going to take BYU in this game, obviously because I am biased. However, in my unbiased opinion, I did this last week. I actually picked Arkansas and BYU. Uh, I picked Arkansas in my unbiased opinion. Um, this game I'm going two for two. I'm going BYU, I think handles Kansas after that win. Kansas really, really struggled against Nevada, who is probably bottom five FPS right now. Uh, they yep. just got railed by Idaho State the week before that. Idaho State's FCS squad and and uh Nevada got like blown out like 38 to 3 or something, and Kansas nearly lost that game. So I think BYU is gonna win this game, and BYU I'm praying we'll be ranked after this, after this win here going, uh, home. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. This, this will be a great game. Jalen Daniels is absolutely electric for Kansas. Um, I love Lance Leipold as a head coach. I think he is perfect for what they need in Lawrence. Um, eight and a half is too many points. There's, oh yeah. There's not a shot. That I was insulted. At. I was insulted. Yeah. Eight and a half is insane. that that game should be within a touchdown. Wow. Um, I think Kalani Satake is a really underrated head coach. Like he gets his guys up to play all of these games. Um, like when they even like when they played Notre Dame and Vegas, like they they play good teams
0: uh, Kansas that game was tough. Game. <laughs> it yeah. is,
1: but like they they typically play good teams well. They're coming off a great win against um arkansas you're gonna have to play a totally different offense here in kansas kansas loves to air it out arkansas does not they don't have the weapons outside right but this should be a great game i'm going to take kansas to win um at home lawrence is going to be bumping like that that student section is going to be nuts it's true but this will be a great game like I'm, i'm very excited and if they I would not be shocked if BYU pulled it off and we ended up talking about the four and ranked BYU squad next week.
0: So yeah, I, I just don't understand the eight and a half point spread. That it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, that
1: that's that's crazy to me. That's I, wild. My pre my like before game thoughts is I figured on a neutral field, Kansas would be in a two a two and a half to three point favorite. Yeah. So if you give them that three-point home field bump, that'd be like five and a half to six, yeah, ish and eight and a half eight and a half was really surprising to me
0: yeah so i if i was a betting man sadly in utah you cannot bet the spread which sucks i wish i could bet the spread yeah utah it's a few a few states still have it illegal you can do like daily fantasy betting but you can't do you can't do uh, i got you i can't remember what the difference is like sports book betting i don't know what the difference is and why you can't like price picks you can totally do in utah but like DraftKings and like FanDuel, you can't do in utah gotcha Yep, um, that checks
1: out use promo yeah. code smash get up to a hundred dollar match on your first uh download or first deposit on prize picks heck yeah i, I, Pri- I, is going to the, promo.
0: I love prize picks um, yeah, they, they
1: they do a good job i mean i've working with their team and like said it's like they they do a good job they treat their cut like my biggest thing is there's a million you have a million opportunities to to put your money places right and uh obviously kind of depends on the state whatever but Like there are a million places that will take your money. Like find one that treats their customers well and like does good by them because that's that that means more that because everybody's gonna have you're gonna have the same props you're gonna have the same type of bets everybody has everything like customer service matters so I'm I'm a big fan of Prize Picks but I'm gonna get off my tangent just because they they you know buy buy some stuff for me but um, yeah this is gonna be a great game BYU is gonna be. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be yeah. fun. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: All I'm saying is, guys, just give us a chance. During your commercial break of Colorado, Oregon, or almost Alabama, give us a well, chance. When just Oregon gets in. up
1: 30, you can <laughs> you can scroll over.
0: When Nick Saban is up by 30, as well as Dan Lanning, give us a chance, because we'll be in a one-score game in the fourth quarter. So um, oh, yeah. I'm really excited for that game. I actually almost went to this game. Pretty much every BOU game, I'm almost going to get, <laughs> if it's an away game, I'm like thinking about going to. Every time, It's like,
1: oh, I almost went.
0: Yeah, seriously. Arkansas? almost went i almost om- I, I almost bought a plane ticket i had a, I had a ticket on SeatGeek that i was like ready to click and then i found out i had actually had an exam <laughs> that a week, yeah, was like, for ten dollars yeah. off i can't yeah. keep doing that hey i have SeatGeek. C- i have the SeatGeek geek one as well the, let's, go. Whatever, let's the go whatever yeah i think my cousin used it. is it
1: showtime college football is that it's showtime play? cfb
0: yes yeah, let's 20, go showtime $20 CFB. off your first order shameless
1: plug dude you gotta yeah. you gotta plug your stuff bro these microphones ain't cheap like the computer yeah. the the podcast software like this stuff ain't cheap man like if if you want to so be a be a friend tell a friend you know what i mean like right. support support my boy chase here use his code and go see a football game i mean that's yeah. what, college football game is be, college football is best enjoyed in person it's, it's an in-person sport don't get me wrong i love watching it on tv on saturdays but there's nothing like being in a stadium with 70 80 000 people hooting and hollering and you know i want to cry every two old time
0: if I the minute I like, walk through the portal of a college football stadium, like I it's almost like, like oh, cry, I almost cry, bro. Like every time, and I've like I've literally gone to every single. It's usually BYU, obviously. I've gone to every single BYU game since two thousand nine. I have not missed one, unless I've been out of of the country for other reasons. Um, I literally have not missed a BYU football game. That it's not impossible for me to go watch, and I still nearly like cry every single time. I'm so happy when I walk in the stadium, dude. It's amazing. Um. So yeah, that's for this week. We have some underrated games. UCF Kansas State, do not sleep on that game. Very yep. underrated. 3 and 0 teams going at it. Um that is a really good game actually. Like both of these teams could be ranked. If Kansas State didn't lose last week, UCF is also right there. They had a great win against Boise State on the road. Um another good game is Texas Baylor. Obviously just some big programs. Um Texas plays into the competition. It's at Baylor watch for a close one uh yep. i i i definitely think this is gonna be that's gonna be a close game um let's see what are what are other ones that we're looking at
1: yeah memphis missouri is another one. Oh yeah three no um, missouri 3-0. coming off a great win against kansas state a little bit of a letdown spot against a like good g5 team uh tech auburn and texas a&m like a game oh, yeah. that, that matters in that conference so a lot of good football man a lot of good football
0: it's huge very huge. I am so excited, guys. Week four is gonna be one of the greatest things ever. I am hey the KU KU just got bumped to 9.5. That's,
1: That's ridiculous. The... It
0: just it just bumped. No way. What the That's heck? That's crazy. Okay, if guys, anybody outside of Utah, take BYU. Like you could I will like literally like put my life on it right now. Take BYU, to That's cover bold. the spread at least. Just take them to cover That's the bold. spread. Take them to cover the spread. All right. Like there's no way. Now Jalen Daniels is elite, but I BYU is a freaking gutsy team. Uh um, Anyways, I could eat my words next week. We'll see. I'm I'm a humble fan, so um. Yeah, guys. Aren't we all have a great week four. Cody, thanks for coming on today. That was epic. A little bit longer than we wanted to, but hey, hey but that was fun.
1: That's talking football, baby. It happens.
0: That was that's fun. talking football. If you guys listened, then thank you. We love you guys. Uh, it was a great. I mean, week four warrants a long podcast. Yeah. So it's good stuff. All right. Hopefully um, you are on here again. I would love to have oh, you yeah. on again, Cody. We'll do this again. Um, it was very good to talk some CFB with you. And we will uh, catch you guys next time and uh, see ya.